University of Spice. We'll do it live. Do it live. Roll right in. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours. It's 535. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. It's 530 what? 535. <laughs> Oops. You want to tell everybody what we were talking about off yeah, air? That yeah, I'll, I'll explain it. Sure. Made us late? Yeah. Ah. We were uh, we were looking at some stories to cover for today. Yeah. And I mentioned to Matt that uh, what, what does Nick Cannon do? For a living, is he a judge on some talent uh, show? He hosts or some show now. Something. Some show. Uh, known for his uh, multiple children with multiple women, currently has uh, his ninth child on the way in October, and another woman, a separate woman, pregnant with his tenth child, and she's entering her third trimester. So two separate women, both pregnant, pregnant at the yeah, same time. One expected to li- to deliver in October. That'll be nine, and the other one will be here before Christmas. So that'll be ten. And. This is not a thruple situation? No. This is just Nick Cannon with whatever his thing is. Yeah. Like, is it is it is it a fetish thing? Like, it like, might I, be. I like to impregnate women. Yes. It might is be. Is that just what it is? I think it's possible. Ten Pete. I don't think you, I don't think you children. can eliminate that. You're not fathering them. No. Also, so, you know, he gets the tenth woman pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And said, what does he say? No, baby, this one's different. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to be here. I, I am going to be here for you. Now, the woman pregnant with the 10th does have two of his kids already. Oh, what? So th- that'll be her third with him. So, <laughs> hold on. He went off, had a kid with somebody else, and yeah. then back to her to have another kid? I think, he's like, I think like four or five different women have contributed to the 10. What the hell? It's not like individuals. He goes back to the same spot occasionally. So he, he's- it's more. It's like a harem. Two kids weird. left, another yeah. kid with somebody else, uh-huh. and you went, yeah, need another. Yeah. Is he just addicted to paying child support? Yeah, I believe so. Right? Like <laughs> uh, He must have to work an incredible schedule <laughs> to be, keep up with Yeah, he, he must be paying child support coming out as you know There what. will come a point where he replaces Steve Harvey as the host of Family Feud because he needs the gig. He's going to have to, right? Eh? Yeah. But anyways, we were laughing about that. Yeah, then we looked over right, and we're right. like, oh my God, it's 531 and- Magic carpet rides playing. Ah, it was too long. Too long of a song. Far too long. <laughs> uh, text message here says, Carl, did you yeah. find any carp on your way to uh, work nope. today? No, I had a fish-free commute this morning. Fairview Mall. The video is <laughs> over on our Facebook page. Yeah. So you found a gigantic carp. Yeah. Well, we may never know the real answer. Big, dead, dried-out carp. Yeah. Not we. Actually, we just we never will know the answer. No, I don't think so. Not someone's going to be like, oh, I left that there three weeks ago. Yeah. Still there, eh? That'd be funny. Yeah, it would be Three funny. weeks ago. I don't think that's going to be the case, no. but yeah. I still believe Very odd. it has to be bird or it has to be pterodactyl. I still think this is uh, this is potential coyote situation, coyote. but it's just so weird that it's not eaten. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's just, it, or it, I think it, like, it feels like it's a human thing because if a bird dropped it and say it couldn't carry it any farther, the bird would have landed and eaten what it could have, right? Like other other predators, scavengers would have come around and tore this thing to shreds. It's very intact. That's the weird thing. Again. But even if a human threw it, you would think other eventually they would get there. Yeah. The the fact that it hasn't been torn up leads me to believe the bird dropped it. It was too populated, and then the bird moved on. I got to go back over there. 
Yeah. Steve's still there. Let's send, we're sending John right now. <laughs> yeah, John, get up. Get, get up. In the bear suit. Huh? What? He has to eat the fish. <laughs> in the bear suit. In the bear suit. Yeah. It fits. Yeah. 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 Bears love dead fish. Does Jonathan. We'll find out. I guess. <laughs> John's unique taste. Is this where we finally get like written up? Like, oh, you can't make Jonathan eat a dead fish yeah, the- that's been on the side of the road for weeks. Yeah. What do you mean we can't? What do you mean? That'll be the first time we get in trouble. <laughs> well, no, not <laughs> if we've gotten in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean physically written up. Mm-hmm. Have we been? Oh, maybe we have. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> it could be another time. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Dink of the day coming up. System of a Down, kicking off Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's get going here with our dink of the day. And I'll say this. Mm -hmm. We are strictly picking this story today just based on the headline. It reads... <laughs> Mick angry woman trashes McDonald's. <laughs> Mick angry. Mick angry. Woman. Mick angry woman trashes McDonald's. We're yeah. headed to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, you know, I heard that ain't worth shit. Famously, yeah. yes. Looking. I, <laughs> Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say it does say Mick angry woman trashes McDonald's. It, it says, but th- there's two. It says women. Oh, it does. Read again. <laughs> I can't read. You can't. I can't read. You can't read. I was so stuck on the Mick Angry part. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And and he kept lost. saying woman. I'm like, no, there's two, Matt. Yeah. It says so in the headline. Yeah. No, I was stuck on Mick Angry, and I refused to see anything else. Women. Uh, Nebraska police looking for two women who trashed a local McDonald's restaurant. Uh, the women apparently angered other customers when they held up the drive through line by refusing to order. You know, it doesn't say in the story what they were trying to prove. It's just... Parking in line, yeah. shutting the car off. That would suck. Windows up, not talking to anybody. I'd be angry too. Not a two-lane drive-through, just just holding the line up. Yeah, I'd be angry too. I'd be hot about it. Uh, apparently, a manager came out, asked the women to either order or leave. Uh, they entered the restaurant. They shattered a cookie case, and the best part of this—well, not the best part, the funniest say. part of the story—they shattered a cookie case before. Karate kicking an employee. What the hell? Karate kicking an what? employee? What the hell? First of all, I need to see video of this. Yeah, was I don't it? Know, I don't know about you. Is it actually a karate kick? Actually, what do you mean actually? Well, it could have been like, is it a Muay Thai stance? Like, was it a, what is it? <laughs> you know, was it like a teep kick? Like one of those push kicks that John Jones throws? Are you, you sure know, it was karate based? I actually, I have audio of oh, the kick. Let me hear it. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. That's karate. That's how you knew. That's the one. <laughs> karate kicked an employee. Why? Did they put sweet chin music on some poor hourly kid in what Lincoln, Nebraska. The hell. Karate kicked an employee. Could you imagine? You know, your your parents are convinced you. You got to get a job, Tim. Uh, come on, Tim. Sixteen year olds like, fine, I'll get my first job. She got in a kung fu stance and kicked me in the sternum. Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? No, I don't. You said I had to get a job, and I got kicked by this woman. Right? Like he's just like trying to mop the floor, and yeah. then all of a sudden she just comes flying in. Hey. Oh no. Yeah, was it a flying kick? I don't know. Like a sweet chin music situation. I like to. I like to imagine flying. <laughs> what's that? What's that like spin type kick, where you know you kind of like jump in the air 
and like do kind of like a 180 or 360 body turn. Oh, like, you know what uh, I'm talking yeah, about? I know what you're talking about. Like, like this, like a spinning back kick, like the, with the yeah. Like but the I was kind of thinking kicks. where you bring your yeah, where you bring your like you do a 360 and the front yeah. of your foot comes forward. Oh, like Kofi Kingston does? Sure, I don't know. He calls it trouble in paradise. Okay. <laughs> Carl made it wrestling. I don't know. Somebody tell me what the official name is that kick is. Is the Kofi Kingston or the Malachi Black kick? Which one? <laughs> I imagine it's a 360 kind of spinorama kick. I'm assuming Hi. it was an absolute drunken flail of a kick uh, based yeah. on this story. But you know how we feel about people who are absolute dicks to hourly employees. Yeah. So these make angry women earn dink of the day status. The Silver and Brown Show. Seven Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. Multiple people pointing out yeah. that I was talking about a 360 roundhouse kick. I believe that's what you were looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was different, there was like somebody who thought it was a wheel kick and there was a tornado kick in there, but it appears as though I was I, I was thinking about the 360 roundhouse yeah. kick. And this again, our dink of the day is somebody entered a McDonald's and as they say in the story, Karate kicked an employee. Shattered a cookie case. Yeah. Two women refused to order in the drive-thru, put the car in park, would not order, came inside, shattered a cookie case, and then karate kicked an employee is what and it says in the story. Just trying to honestly make a living out of McDonald's and getting karate kicked. In Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, I, the the McDonald's uh, by where, like when when I moved out in my you know, 19, 20 mm-hmm. Years where we would go drunkenly and frequent the value menu. Yeah, yeah. There and the the inside was a, it was a twenty four seven one. There was some characters. Oh in there. man! And I mean, yeah. That part uh, where I where I was at the time in British Columbia, I'm like, it was a not safe, yep. super safe area. Mm-hmm. They had to deal with some people, but I I never saw anybody get karate kicked. No. I never saw that. Did you ever, have you ever seen anybody get karate kicked? I saw somebody get kicked in the chest in a fight. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, like a like a like a flat of the foot, like like push kick to the chest. Really? I've seen it. Yeah. Did the person come back from it? Yeah, but they looked like overwhelmed because the person yeah. the person threw it with like confidence, stepped into yeah. it, flat foot, middle of the chest, pushed them back like ten steps, and you walked you watched them walk back into the like into the confrontation. Knowing that you may have picked the wrong target. Yeah, if if somebody threw a front kick at me accurately, yeah. hit it, pushed you back, you'd be like, "Oh, I have." Oh, I I would be trying to defuse the situation. Decision. Yeah, yeah, I was joking, bro. Yeah, when I slap that G and T out of your hands, <laughs> right? Wag my finger in your face like Dikembe Mutombo. I was joking. I forget if I've told you this, but I'm just joking. A buddy of mine in Kingston is like. Uh, he, he like he practices jujitsu like and has been for years. Yeah. And one time, guys tried to like pick a fight with him for some reason mm-hmm. outside of a bar, and he had poutine. Like it was end of the night, and mm-hmm. he had uh, like a box of poutine. And like this guy for some reasons, like uh, he wanted it out. He's like Kirk, I'm, I want you. Yeah. Okay. And so the and and my buddy tried to to, to say you don't know diffuse yeah. and and not he, well he knew well he doesn't want to use what he knows no. and he, but he knew he's like if this if we do this like yeah. this doesn't end well for you no. and I don't have anything to prove no. tried 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 and finally hold my poutine yeah. and didn't throw a punch no pulled guard on the guy yep in and for anybody like literally went fell on his back. And pulled the guy to him. Yes. Now they're on the ground with the guy on top, 
and triangle choked him out cold. <laughs> I was going to say, he probably triangle yeah. choked him, didn't he? Yeah. I, I've always thought to myself, is there more anything more terrifying than a guy going, okay, let's fight, and pulls <laughs> and he, you on top of him? Let's fight, and he lays on his back. Yeah, like, right? Uh, what are we doing here? Like, there, you know it's over. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. If somebody, like, pulls guard on you or throws a kick, you don't want to fight those dudes. High level, like, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, is some kind of skill to have, man. Like the, the grappling skill, the way you use leverage and stuff on people. If there was like a hand to hand skill that I could master, yeah, that would be the one I'd like. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would... <laughs> just being able to choke your way out of problems, <laughs> just walking through, putting people to sleep. I don't know if you should have that power. All right, <laughs> CHTZ. Arkell, Soper, and Brown. It's ninety-seven-seven Hits FM. Did I miss a Matumbo? Uh... A Dikembe Matumbo reference? Yeah, did I yeah. miss a reference? Yeah. What did you What did you say? Well, you said when you're like starting a, a a fight and you find that the person you're about to have a conflict with is extremely more qualified, and it said, yeah. "Oh, I'm sorry, I Matumbo that G and T out of your hands, bud." Uh, I'm just joking. Matumbo, uh, Dikembe Matumbo, ba- basketball player who who was uh, used to swat balls away from people. He was a 2015, I think, Hall of Famer, mm. and his yeah his defensive prowess is what he was what he was known for. He was known for the rejection for swatting away opposing players. Uh, Offensive attempts. Matumboing a drink. So okay, this was this is a very brief trend in my group of friends in okay. our early twenties. Okay. My buddy, my buddy Ethan and I were obsessed with watching like Dikembe Matumbo, like uh, like mixtapes. Watching this dude just you know rack up like fifteen blocks in a game. Yeah. And just dominate. And so it just kind of became, we'd like, we'd go around and like, you know, we'd do the finger wag. He was using the finger wag. Yeah. like his thing. Yeah. So this was one night, my buddy Ethan opened a beer, fresh beer, and I walked, <laughs> walked by, swatted the beer out of his hands to the ground. and Gave him a finger <laughs> wag in did, his face. Did the Dikembe Mutombo finger wag in his face. Hence, Mutomboing someone's drink. Oh, that sounds so awful. We both laughed. And everyone else laughed. And then it kind of became a thing to sneak up on people and slap the beer out of their hands and finger wag in their face. That sounds awful. For about three weeks in the summer of 2006, this was the hottest trend. What was it? Until things got out of hand. People realized, we're wasting a lot of beer. Yeah, people get pretty upset about it. Yeah, but yeah, I think I would too. (laughs) Real funny though. Oh man, at that age, you don't get a lot of money for it. I know, I know. It was a risky take. Risky take. Gotta pop the boys. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Did somebody ever hit you with it to the point you went, "Mm, yeah, yeah. It's a bad idea. I I got hit with it too, yeah. Yeah. Everybody clutching their beer cans with, like, the utmost intensity not to get Matumbo. That yeah. was, like, eventually we called a truce and this has to, it's got to end. This has to end. Yes. There's beer everywhere. Yes. Inside, outside, yeah, we had no. It didn't matter. No. <laughs> Saw an opportunity. Man, you ever look back and go, we did some dumb Oh, things. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty. Is that high on the list? Uh, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there. But like the cry laughing fits while somebody gets red faced after we slap yeah. the other. <laughs> oh, one of those like where you're angry but everyone else is laughing. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it just makes you so much yeah, more angry. Yeah. If yeah. you got matumboed now, <laughs> would you laugh, or are you at a point in your life where you would just be at this furious? point? I think I'd probably laugh now because it's just like it's so far removed. Yeah, like, this is like 
know, we're getting close to 20 years ago. This is, uh, yeah, I think I would, I think I would laugh if it happened twice in a night. Though that's it. Yeah, that's drawing the line. One. I'm pulling guard. <laughs> The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. It's 620. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. You can text the show, 977. 977 text message said, I want to see Carl do jujitsu now. (laughs) Carl would pull somebody down. He'd be on his back. And you go, oh, Carl's asleep. What happened? You get knocked out? No, yeah, no. He's just comfortable. He just, <laughs> he just likes the mats. Mm. <laughs> huh? <laughs> he's very comfortable in his gi. <laughs> uh, all right. I, uh, I just be calling a timeout for cramps. Yeah. Help. Help. Oh, damn. Uh, I want to talk quickly here about a story I'm reading this morning out of Cassville, Missouri. Missouri? Uh I'll st- I'll start with this. Mm-hmm. Did were your parents? Uh, did they get strapped, or did they get the paddle, or anything like that growing up in in school? Because obviously, you and I like my, was not a thing. No, it wasn't a thing that we had to worry about or contend with. My your parents, uh, my grandparents, more so. Not really my parents, because my in my dad was born in sixty two, my mom in sixty three. Okay. So by the time they were school fair in age, late 60s, early 70s, for the most part, yeah, that wasn't really in school. I, I don't remember them regaling me with stories of yeah. getting strapped. My stepdad, he got the strap a few times. Mm-hmm. It was around as he was in elementary. Um, but any form of punishment like that, it's been a long time, right? My uh, my grandma on my mom's side was one of the unfortunate kids who, who was left-handed, predominantly left-handed. Okay. And they just beat her miserably until oh. she wrote with her right hand. Oh, God. So now she can write with both. That's terrible. Thanks, school. That's terrible. They thought it was like, I don't know, some kind of demonic sign to write with your left hand uh, You are the devil if you can write with your left hand, <laughs> yeah. quite obviously. Poor Iria. Those are the good times, though. Uh, Cassville, Missouri School Distri- District is allegedly bringing back spanking. They plan to discipline students... By swatting their butts with a paddle. Superintendent Merlin Johnson says people have been calling and thanking administrators for doing this. Uh Uh-huh. Said, thank God somebody has brought back corporal punishment. (laughs) The complaints we have heard from some of our parents is that they don't want their students suspended. They want another option. And so this is just another option that we could use before we get to the point of suspension. That's a paddling. <laughs> We're bringing back the paddle? Under a policy of misbehaving, student can now be swatted on the buttocks with a paddle, according to the district's student handbook for 22-23. It's one option among several, and it does require the approval of a student's parents who can choose to opt in. You can opt in or opt out of the paddle? That's a paddling. Parents have the option to opt in on the paddling. <laughs> what? Well, is this going to be like a it, man? I got questions. Is this a behind closed doors thing? Is this like a assembly? And uh, let me see here, uh, Ryan, uh, yeah. Johansson. Yeah, come on up. Your parents opted in, and then you get one. Like, yeah. Is this the teacher gets a pull? Is this only the the principal? Is there a designated spanker? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Some guy who's got the paddle. 
got he's got like the worked up paddle, like Days to Confuse. Yeah. He's, got, <laughs> he's got all the holes drilled in it for better uh, you Air- know, aerodynamic. For, yeah, <laughs> aerodynamic flow. That's a paddling. Uh, man, I, look, I, I, I have tremendous sympathy for teachers. I think they are underpaid and I think underappreciated. underappreciated. I think trying to discipline students in a way or keep them focused has to be one of the toughest things to do. Yeah. I would imagine after, you know, a really weird two years of in and out of the classes too, I've heard from a number of my friends who are teachers that especially with younger kids who that, you know, that socialization between those like, you know, six to eight years old, they're coming into their, maybe their grade three or their grade four year. Mm -hmm. And socially they're, they're behind. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't think this is, (laughs) Maybe, I don't know, maybe it works for the Cassville Public School. Yeah. But, man. Did you think we'd get back to a time and place where paddling was a thing? <laughs> no. Right? Like, the world no. the, the, the world like has we... become a weird sure. place. And it's only getting weirder. But I got to be honest, this is, I did not have this on my 2022 bingo card of, like, things that would make a comeback. You know, I got spanked on occasion as uh-huh. a kid. I don't know if you did. But, like... I don't look at those as like learning moments. I look at those as examples of like my parents not being in control. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm like you resorted to spanking. We couldn't talk this out. You got like angry and spastic and and smacked me on my ass. Like grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what I look at it as. I'm like you you couldn't you couldn't control the situation and you resorted to the most like elemental caveman like uh-huh. smack on the ass. To me, it's like if I was a parent, I'm not. So it's hard for me to say, but it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's feel like. Do you think we're going to have other schools <laughs> adopting this and bringing in the opt in, opt out paddling? There's still 19 states that allow corporal punishment. Yeah. 19. Yeah. So <laughs> can you imagine? You're like, mom, don't opt into the. And they, they, they check off the opt in. <laughs> And now all of a sudden, like, that's a conversation you should have to have, right? Like, yeah. and it's like, no, we're taking the opt-in option. Also, we can't afford to have you come home, yeah, and not be at school, yeah. That's also probably another part of it, uh, right? Point. Suspensions. Somebody's got to stay home, maybe watch the kid. Yeah. Childcare is expensive. Just spank my kid, whatever. Hope it turns out well. That's a bad one. Brown nine seven seven hits FM six thirty two. Missouri bringing back paddling in schools. Yeah, in one district, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love the opt in. Yeah, that parents get the opportunity to opt in. You go through. You say, okay, yeah, we'll get the yearbook. Yeah, we'll pay for the school lunch program. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll sign up for two field trips. Do you want him spanked if he lips off? Yeah. Here, we'll um, opt in. Check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were mentioning you said oh, you got spanked as a kid. Somebody said did. Did it keep you in line? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was rarely an out of line, you know, kid, but yeah. a few times where I did push up to it, it was like, I don't know. Like, I don't look back on it and go, oh, that like calmed me down and I went and behaved after. Yeah. Didn't change anything in my behavioral pattern at all. I do have audio of it, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm of here. your parents. Like the way you smacked my ass. <laughs> Man, see, that didn't, they didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they smack you and you smile at them. I have more audio, actually. Can we read the... <laughs> I like it. You can hear 
Yes, that is Carl pink bellying Walter. <laughs> I like the uh, the text here. It says, uh, you know, my stepdad used to hit me with a meter stick when I was young. He's 75 now, and I'm waiting until he's real helpless to hit him with one in return. <laughs> <laughs> That's big Carl Brown energy. Payback's a bitch. <laughs> Let's get to rapid-fire questions in a few minutes. If you do want to get something in, something for Carlos, something for myself. Uh, hits Nation, you need answers. We got them. We'll get after it uh, about six minutes. Southern Ontario's best rock. Bon Jovi, Soper and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Let's fire. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Rapid fire questions. Get them in. 977-977. We got the answers for you. Let's start with this. Soper and Brown, I give you each $1. Mm-hmm. You go into the Dollarama. Okay. I guess it's got to be like two dollars, is the All tax right. and stuff. But let's just say that's covered, okay? okay. Let's say two dollars. Give you each two dollars. You have to buy one thing at Dollarama, and it has to be better than the other person. What do you choose? Oh. So we're battling. Battling. We go in, two bucks in hand. Hmm. What do I buy to beat you? <laughs> Probably just getting like, like a beverage. Yeah. Yeah. Like a buck twenty. Like with two bucks in there, what do you do? I'm going. I'm getting a ginger ale and I'm walking out. Really? Yeah. Gatorade uh, maybe. I don't oh, know. I was just about to say. They got the I, fridge. I was just about to pick Gatorade for myself because yeah. I think that beats a ginger. I'm going ale. something in the probably just something out of the fridge. Yeah. Oh, you know what? They yeah. have two for like a dollar chocolate bars or something like there that. You go. I'm gonna do that. Sure. And I beat your drink. Okay. Two chocolate bars better than one drink. All right, you win. What is a food? Speaking of food, you believe people just pretend to love. I think it's a lot of the stuff that people eat for its status mm. more so than its actual taste. I have tried uh, caviar before. Uh, I don't particularly care for it. I'm not yeah, really sure special, how how folks could maybe I didn't have the most expensive or eat it off a you know spoon that was made out of a whale bone or whatever. No. But it's a lot of stuff like it's a lot of stuff like that. People get like this, you know, insanely expensive like truffle oils and stuff. Mm. That that would be one flavor that I'm not a big fan of. Truffles. Truffle. Yeah. I find it just way too rich you for think, my taste. You think people are are faking it? I don't know if they're faking it, but I think they're exaggerating their excitement for it because it's like a statusy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's olives. Nobody likes olives. Ooh, I like black no, olives. No, you're yeah. a liar. You're actually lying oh, to I people do. right like, now. I get. You're I was the, I was the kid at the salad bar and putting them on my fingers and God, eating them. God, tastes like. Bop, bop, bop. Tastes like what I imagine it would be like to drink a bottle of perfume. Mm. Ugh, terrible. You know, it's been, I'm very selective though. I don't like. I'm not a big green olives guy, or like stuffed olives. But I like straight up black Kalamata olives. I'm into. Nobody likes olives. You're lying. I get extra on my Subway sandwich. Truck and Chris says, "Do you think if a UFC fighter didn't shower for weeks before a fight, it would help?" You know, I've always had this discussion Going with buddies. In stinky with buddies of mine who are who are fans of. Uh, of the UFC or MMA in general, yeah, are they like there's obviously grooming standards for the um, like for your fingernails, for your toenails, for that kind of stuff. Mm. Can they force you to shower? I it's a great question. Like, can the athletic commission of whatever state that you're fighting in require that you come into the fight clean? Because it would be a risk to your opponent. It's a great question. Like if you were like, let's say you went three weeks without showering before a fight and you cut your opponent. And some of your like three week bacteria Ooh. made your opponent sick in the end. I don't think they'd let you do it. Do I think it would be an advantage? 
maybe. Huh. It's also like, you know, those guys, it's like, what if you just screamed at the guy? Like, you had him <laughs> you had him in control and just screamed in his ear, like, as loud as you could. I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like, would it stop you for a second from being like, oh, I don't want to take this guy down because, yeah. oh. Yeah. Oh, he stinks so yeah. bad. Or if he goes for a takedown and gets like gets you know gets control of you like oh man or is the adrenaline just pumping so that you can you can do, and afterwards yeah. you go God you know yeah what's his name you know, yeah. Luke Rockhold stuck yeah, yeah. Clay oh Guida. my stuck. God real bad <laughs> Diego Sanchez stinky <laughs> uh, you can only eat one meat for the rest of your life what do you go with probably like I think it's chicken yeah like chicken thighs I think so, it's chicken so versatile right. Yeah, make chicken tacos. You I make the most out of it. Chicken burgers. Yeah. Ground chicken's good. Thighs yeah. are good. Breasts are good. I think yeah. it's. I think they mean like chicken. Beef, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pork. Not, not a specific cut. Yeah. yeah I got. I you. think. Yeah. Pork and the beef would get to me eventually. Yeah. Digestively. I eat the most chicken. Like chicken is uh, of all of all of them. Yeah. I would say three to four meals a week are chicken, a couple pork, and maybe one beef a week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This one from Scott here. Why'd you guys go with Soper and Brown, that's, not Brown and Soper? That's what I was about to end with. Yeah. But I had another meat story, but oh. Carl won't let me finish it. Whatever. Um, it just sounds, Brown and Soper sounds weird. Yeah. The Brown and Soper show? That's not how it goes. Yeah. Now, well, now, yeah. I mean, it's you been... start You start the break. Yeah. So it's the Soper and Brown show. Yeah. Plus, Matt got hired first. <laughs> well, yeah, technically that is true. It is true. Yeah. And then got me my job. <laughs> Brown and Soper show. Ugh. Remember for a while they were, they wanted to be the the Matt Soper show because that's with it, with Carl Brown yeah Ugh, how clunky is that oh it would have been awful how clunky is yeah. that we had some actually like conversations about what to call the show and then yeah. eventually we were just like Soper and Brown yeah. just leave it at that the morning zoo <laughs> <laughs> with cowboy Carl it's Kings of Leon nine seven seven hits FM Soper and Brown show uh, text messages coming in. Somebody said, if you did go with the Brown and Soper show, you could call it the BS show. Yeah. I'll let you guys yeah. call it that, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's not bad. Yeah. Another person said, I want it to be the Cowboy Carl show featuring <laughs> Itty Bitty Matt Soper. <laughs> uh, and uh, another person pointing out, didn't you guys almost go with Beard and Bubba? <laughs> I do we, remember that. We talked about that It was afterwards. your aunt. Yeah, yeah, because that, that there's a few people in my family who call me that. My my Aunt Holly specifically calls me Bubba. And how did the B- Bubba nickname? I just am one. Yeah? You are a Bubba? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did have one ID made up in case we did go with Beard and Bubba, if you remember. <laughs> That's right. The Beard and Bubba in the morning. Oh, baby. <laughs> Beautiful. Frankly, I don't know why we didn't go with that option. That's our baby. <laughs> it's Nirvana nine seven seven hits FM. Soper and Brown show. Uh, Carl, were you a Lego kid growing up? Or yeah, for for like a period of years, I wasn't yeah. obsessively, but I certainly had Lego and I had a few of the sets when I was. Oh, you know, like eight to like eight to ten, I would did, say, was did, my window. Did you have sets, or did you have just the big tin? I had the box of Lego. Yeah, I had the the bucket, like the With base the bucket yellow, that they, yeah, green, yeah. blue, and red blocks, or yeah, whatever, all that stuff. But I remember getting, um, I remember getting like, uh, you know, like a pirate ship thing, and yeah. like probably a space thing. They're not as complex as they are now, but I had some of those like basic kind of sets okay. when I was a kid. You know the. 
the island setting or whatever it was. I I loved Lego, although I I never had the sets. I was mm-hmm. just the big tub of it mm-hmm. and would build from there. You have to use your imagination, not the <laughs> manuals kids these yeah. days. Yeah, you know, like the Knight's Castle and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I had like a couple of those. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I never had the uh, I never had the sets. Which, again, if you're not in the market for Lego oh, right Lord. now, you will be shocked <laughs> to know that it, the, the cost price, is incredible. Oh, it is skyrocketed. My, yeah, man. My son's going to a birthday party today, today mm-hmm. and I got a Lego set for the the uh, birthday person. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking over some of that. I'm like, oh my God. It's like taking on a second mortgage <laughs> just to get a thing of Lego that has like a 321 pieces in it. Have you seen the, uh, the Lego flowers? That they have at they Toys R Us. Flowers, no. It, they're like uh, they're they're almost meant to be like displayed in your home. Oh. They're these like uh, flower setting pieces, and they're quite popular right now. But they're again no, expensive, it. like one hundred and twenty five bucks or whatever crazy. for a thing. So there's a place in Chicago, a uh, pop up bar, that's being built, and it's a Lego bar. That's kind of fun. And initially, when I thought I saw it, I thought, oh, is it like a regular bar, and you can sit down and build lego you know while you have a beer I, i've been to video game bars where you yeah. can sit down and play nintendo 64 right at your table sweet i thought maybe something like that but no it appears they're building the bar out of lego it's like the physical bar itself that's what it appears that they are doing it's kind of fun it's <laughs> are this like the stools and the seats also i think everything is lego based wow is that not are you not nervous though of the shelves holding all the booze <laughs> Were you looking at me? I was like, "Am I nervous about sitting in the chair?" Yes, I am. Okay, well, there's that too. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, I would the be. sitting in the chair aspect for sure. It really, it's everything though. Yeah, holding the the booze, holding you yeah. up. I don't Apparently, know. it's not the first city that's done it. Like a few cities have tried this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think the idea. Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, pop in and. Have a beer or something like that. Is it is it served to you in like a put together Lego cup? Ooh, does it have to be? I don't know. Would you want it to be? <laughs> I don't. I get. Oh, it would be kind of gross. Like, if you made a dirty? Lego cup, would you have to like, like disassemble it? Little... Would you have to disassemble it before you washed it, uh, or can you just put it right in a dishwasher as it's built? It'd warp it, wouldn't it? The heat. Yeah. It'd warp the bricks. Um, it's coming. So uh, the brick at the brick bars is the uh, the Instagram coming to Chicago, the 9th and the tenth of September only. Tickets are twenty two dollars just to get into the just pub? to get into the bar, and uh, those tickets give you a ninety minute time slot. Ninety and then for twenty two bucks you may spend ninety minutes in the bar and then get out. Is it like all you can drink, or do you have to buy the drinks as well? I would assume you have to buy drinks as well. Yeah, is 20 there food? bucks just to get in. Uh, it doesn't say. Will it be served on a Lego plate? <laughs> Lego platter. Yeah. Will my servers have removable hair? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one requirement? <laughs> you put a different one on. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to build robots that look like they're Lego people. And only then will I go to your Lego bar. Yeah, consisting of over one million blocks in the form of sculptures. Oh. They will let guests forge their own creations, according to the website. So you can really? also play with some stuff. Yeah. So you can twenty-two bucks get in, play with Lego, and then pay for more drinks. That's and right. You get, and, and you're you in there 90 for ninety minutes. minutes, and then get out. Man, Lego stays consistent. Also, going to the bar very expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they have nine seventy-seven hits FM. 
Somebody said that there was supposed to be a pop-up Lego bar in Toronto, and then COVID hit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it was supposed to be a thing. Again, I can see it's it's gone through a few a few different cities, and Chicago's yeah. kind of the latest stop, and it seems to pop in for like a two day setup. And some of the bars also it looks like they have like local, you know, like Legos because they're they're like Lego competitions, right? Yeah. And so they find some local sculptors to come in and help kind did, of shape the environment. On, uh, in your travels there, did you see if people were drinking out of Lego cups or not? No, I did not see any, any mm. Lego cups. I should go to their Instagram page. I'll have a look yeah. and see what I can find there. Another great point brought up by Tex said, what about the bathroom situation? Lego urinals, yes or no? Oh, that's a great question. You Lego, couldn't reuse Lego you, urinals. You couldn't reuse that Lego, right? No, that goes <laughs> that goes in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it gonna leak out? Like, is there enough? Can <laughs> can it leak out? Well, can like if you build a Lego cup, can it yeah, hold liquid? That's a great question. And how long does it hold liquid? Well, this is a so like. Do you have some? Do you have Lego at home? Do the kids yeah, have Lego? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have enough to build a cup? Great question. I'm well, sure. This is Soper and Brown Science 101 uh, here. I guess so, eh? Bring in a, you know, find like a flat base piece and bring in yeah. a good handful, like a couple yeah. dozen pieces, and let's try and make a cup and drink out you of it tomorrow. The, the problem is, though, what? actually, is is my daughter, she loves Lego, but she has all the sets. Oh. Yeah, we don't have the big tub. Just the tub. standard tub? Yeah, no, she has, she has sets. That's what it is now. Yeah. You don't get the tubs anymore. Well, the tub was always nice for like the extra piece. Like the sets were fun, but it was nice to have some extra pieces. Yeah. So if you wanted to, like you know, make your pirate ship taller. Yeah. Yeah. No, the sets are so like intricate now. Hmm. Like she gets these like they're called like Lego friends. Okay. And it comes with, like little mini hot dogs, like legitimate like it's it's crazy, man. <laughs> You, your mind would be Hot blown. Dogs? Yeah, everything's in these individual packages. <laughs> well, they're the manual. Like their licensing agreements now are just insane, right? Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. So I don't think I'd have anything to build the cup with. All right, I'm gonna try and find and see if they have the cups. Somebody bring us Lego. We create a giant Lego urinal. Yep. We pee in it, and we see how long it holds. Then we make a cup from the pee Lego. No, well, why don't we just make new cups? Pour John a coffee. Pour- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Soper and Brown uh, machine coming up less than 10 minutes. Matt Soper, Carl Brown. I hear it. Welcome to 6-8-2-9-7-9-7. You call that machine anytime. Really quickly, shout out to our buddy uh, Dave Killens, Killens Woodcraft. Just yeah. dropped off some... Itty bitty pies. But it's all right to be a little bitty. Uh, somebody had told us about that, but I don't know if we've had any of those. And um, his son Austin is 11 today. Dave messaged me and says the oh. anniversary of me showing up at his birthday party. That was year. this time last year, <laughs> wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Hey, yeah. Austin. Two Oregon fish sandwich. Your sandwich buddy. for you, pal. So it's because uh, it was his wife's birthday yesterday. It was Beverly's. Yeah. yeah. Beverly's birthday yesterday. Beverly! Right into his son's Austin's birthday. Wow, check that out. Uh, okay. Machine. Mm-hmm. Let's start with this. Morning, fellas. Loader guy here in my 1980s Komatsu loader. Swapped out with a Cummins and a train horn. Check this out. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> you got a train horn in your Swapped truck? In a train horn. Oh, man. Yeah, we had a, We still have our, our horns in studio here. Yeah. And uh, we our, our front desk, if you ever picked up a prize from the studio, you know Kathy's always at the front desk, was on vacation, and uh, Chinzia uh, was filling in, who's usually in our Hamilton office or working remotely, 
and she came in actually to get, to get a slice of your erotic birthday cake yeah. and was kind of having a look around our studio at the you know swords, the drywall, glory hole, amongst other things, <laughs> and I brought up the huge horn. I said, you can honk if you want. She honked. You can honk if you want to. Yeah. You can leave your friends behind <laughs> if you don't honk. And your friends and don't, don't honk. honk. <laughs> well, you're no friends of mine. Okay, now this. Have you ever woke up naked in a pet store with two hamsters going to town on your nipples? That's how it feels to have the all-new Ford F-150. <laughs> is it premium and capable? <laughs> is that from something? Where is that from? The hamsters thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just... And I don't even know if the premium and capable line is from that. Yeah. It's, but there's an ad. It's always on TSN. I don't know if it's the F-150 or something else. Yeah. But there's always that line. Think premium can't be capable? And it's like... No, I'm assuming if I'm paying for premium, it's, it's very cap- capable. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst advertising line of all time. Yeah. Think premium can't be capable? No, man. I think if I'm paying 50 grand for a truck, it's capable. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, that sucks so much ass, and it's been on for years. I didn't Moving know we going to get into that rant. Hey, you know what? How about, <laughs> how about a wrestling question for you, Carl? Go ahead. This is for Carl. I need his opinion on something. Sure. I think that one of the most underrated wrestling entrances of all time is what? Carl Brown? An, what do I think that man thinks is an underrated wrestling entrance of all time? You heard me. Oh my God. Do I even get an era? No. Dave Batista. Dave yeah, Batista, when you do like the, the machine gun thing with the pyro in the back. Oh, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, yeah. Yes. I have no idea. What's his underrated <laughs> underrated entrance? Go ahead. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> Is 2003 to 2005 Booker T. Can you dig it, sucker? Please tell me I'm right. It has great pyro. Yeah. The Spinner Rooney, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Did you yeah. think that's where he was going with that? No, one? no, I did not. But <laughs> and Booker had, Booker had a good mu- good music, yeah. good presentation there. Did he? Oh three to oh five, yeah. Because you think he kind of worked in. Did I choose the right? Can line? you dig it? Yeah. yeah. Sucker, oh. sucker. Yeah. Because it was like a rework of his old Harlem Heat music from WCW. He used to be in a tag team with his brother Stevie Ray, and the Harlem Heat music is badass, and that's kind of reworked into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. So you agree with the person? Yeah, I, You'll I give guess. it to him. I haven't thought about it in a long time. Okay. Well, the, the theme's a badass, so I'll give yeah. it to him. Okay, all right, there you go. Well, hey, I can't believe you didn't get it correct. <laughs> yeah. Just so we're aware, we didn't be able to guess one man's opinion. You big big loser. Yeah. Uh, okay, now um, somebody wanted to hit you with a deep thought. So. Let me- When you take apart your vacuum cleaner to clean it, you become the vacuum cleaner. Please discuss. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do I? Oh, okay. I Let the so. process here. I guess. Yeah. I guess it's it's some to process. <laughs> Is it better or worse than your carp joke? Yesterday. Worse than the carp joke. Yeah. yeah worse, for sure. Ever, yeah. I have to empty the trap once in a while. Now I am technically the vacuum cleaner. Does that, does that make me also the dishwasher? Whoa! 
Yeah. You got to do stuff around the house, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking about the double standard, man. If he made it, he'd have laughed. Oh, come on. Uh, Shuffalo wanted to chime in with something. All right. Hey, boys, it's your favorite chef that's never cooked for you. True. I'm listening to yesterday's podcast, and Carl, mm-hmm. you did not notice that Matt actually quoted a movie. He said, forever, talking about that's your true. toupee. I think you should like give him that one. Sandlot, fantastic. You know, I'm glad that somebody caught it because <laughs> nobody said anything yesterday. No? And I get... I get railed on all the time for not understanding movies, not knowing movie references. Then I go ahead and make one, and Carl just well, he says nothing about oh, it. You're killing me, Smalls. He says nothing about it. That's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know how I told you I didn't get any sleep last night? Yeah, that was it. It's because of that. I miss your sandwich. I was sandla- thinking about that all night. Yeah. All night. So, all right. You know, I heard our uh, you know, a buddy of the, uh, of the machine there, uh, our guy, the one who what? played the poop, you know. He might have played the beast in that movie. Oh, the really? Big dog, yeah. Really? Blobber. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. I think he played the dog. Oh. Or maybe a piece of the dog's yard. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll finish with a text to landline. So if you remember, we had this uh, message on the machine yesterday. F*** off, Peter. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, then we got this. No. F*** you, Mark. This is like third party infighting through the machine. Are we are we middlemanning an argument? Between Peter and Mark? <laughs> I gotta be honest, I want more. You want more of that? Well, don't you kinda want the backstory between Peter and Mark? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I can find out. I'd like to know. Who started this? Who started it? Who and whose side are we on? Which of the two of you has not seen the sandlot? <laughs> Do you want to be on Team Peter or Team Mark? Uh I'll take Mark. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I'll take Peter. Okay. And right, we'll need we'll need the backstory on tomorrow's <laughs> machine, please. 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 Hits FM. Silver and Brown 977 Hits FM. Uh we were talking a little bit ago about the pop-up Lego bar in Chicago. Yeah, just before we got into the machine, this is yeah. a thing that's made its way around the US and it, it pops up in cities for 2 days and it's called a Bricks Bar, not Joey Bricks. Oh. Uh, but they they pop up, they have a Lego themed bar. Tickets are 22 bucks which buys you 90 minutes inside the establishment of which you still have to buy drinks and stuff afterwards. Side note, yeah. the Bricks Bar. Yeah. So what would the Bricks Bar be? You'd well, have to have long hair to enter. Metal music would be playing. Very loud. Be- mo- not because he it's you can't hear. Uh-huh. You should, like, his oh, headphones here. That's true, actually. When we come into the studio in the morning and we have it's to- insane. We have to correct the Joey levels because he's, like, he's Joey-fied the, the, the headphones. He has ruined his ears. The board, everything. It's crazy. That little tinnitus that builds up when you play loud music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has ruined his ears. <laughs> long, long hair, loud music. That'd be great. They had a little measuring stick when you come in. No, sorry, not shoulder length. Yeah, get mm-hmm. out of here. His his mom, the chef. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, mama bricks yeah, cooking. No doubt about it. Anyways, meatball um, sandwiches. <laughs> you said to me, I I often have games for you. Yeah. You have a game lined up for me. Yeah, I got one for you because okay. we were talking about. Okay. We we're talking about Lego. We were I talking like about it. sets, and we were talking about how expensive Lego has become because Lego. Much like wrestling figures and other collectibles has discovered that guys like me in our mid to late 30s are craving 
uh, a little piece of our childhood still. And yeah. now that some of us have disposable income, we're the ones going back and buying these extraordinary sets as their licensing agreements grow and all that kind of stuff. So Lego.com, I'm in the shop category here, and I've got a bunch of stuff in front of me. And I want you, Ooh. Skip Pete, oh. to guess some of the prices of I these was, sets. I was just about to say, you got to come up with a really cool game show host name. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Ron? Burgundy. No. No. I'll be Burt Lavender. Burt Lavender. My name, Burt Lavender. <laughs> you're going to say it like, hey, this is Burt Lavender. Welcome to Guess That Lego Price with Burt Lavender. After this, <laughs> I'm taking your aunt out for a two-drink minimum. Two-drink minimum. <laughs> Uh, we're starting here. Manchester United, one of the biggest uh, soccer teams in the world, despite yeah. their efforts. Yeah. Uh, Old Trafford. You can buy a Lego set of Old Trafford. So that's the stadium. stadium. Yeah. What do you think it costs? I, I, I think it's going to be high. Mm-hmm. $599. A little under that one, actually. $349.99. Damn it, okay. It's beautiful, though. Yeah? Look at this. Oh, wow. That's cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> As I sit here debating purchasing Lego, don't do it, Brown. Don't, don't do it. Get another belt. Uh, let me scroll up here. How about the uh, the Daily Bugle from Spider Man? Of course, where the uh, where the newspaper is. Uh, so is... the the tower. Yeah, it's the tower. Okay. I'll say one sixty nine. Four hundred and forty nine. Oh, that's more. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, let me go back a page here. Hold on a sec. Um, let's go with. Let's go with this one. It's a globe. A globe of the world that you can build. Can it spin? It looks like it can spin. I'll say. Yeah. 219. Oh, you're in the ballpark. 289. Ah, 289. Okay, 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 still. How about the Roman Colosseum? Oh, that's got to be high. Give me. Four nineteen. Mm, $649. Uh, one of their top sellers right now, i got two more here for okay, you, is okay. the uh, the Loop Coaster. Yeah, it looks like, uh, like a little roller coaster set here. This is in their How best big? sellers category right cover now. Up? Can I take a look? No, okay, you can't cover the price. Uh, I might be able to if I focus in really... I mean, it's it's fa- it's it's fairly large. Roughly the size of like what a coffee table. It is three thousand seven hundred and fifty six pieces, cool. if that helps. That's uh, and is recommended for eighteen plus. So there's either pornography or it's difficult to build. I will say nine hundred and forty nine dollars. Under on that one, four hundred ninety nine. Oh, ninety nine. Expected more. Last one. Yeah. And this is one of my favorites. 7,541 pieces. Oh. The Deluxe Edition Millennium Falcon. Okay. I know this is expensive. Yeah. I know it is. I had a buddy who bought one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he paid for. From it. the Ultimate Collector Series. I tell you, the box is beautiful. Okay. Okay. Comes with a number of pieces here. Here's the thing. Number of characters. You said 7,000 pieces. Yeah. Which is almost double. Or I think it is double what you just said. In terms of the, uh, the yeah. coaster one? Yeah. So I'm going to go $899. $1,049.99 as one of the most expensive pieces on the site. I got a friend who spent $1,000 on Lego? Yes, you do, sir. Wow. (laughs) He's not a one percenter either. No. No, he's just a regular dude. He's just a man. He is. He works with like a cable company. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh huh. Plus, plus shipping. Good for him, I guess. I guess. Shout out Jeremy. Silver and Brown, nice and seven hits FM. Carl Brown confirming for me that <laughs> I have a friend who spent a thousand dollars on Lego. He bought the Millennium Falcon thing. Yeah. So eleven thousand dollars or eleven thousand <laughs> one thousand dollars. It was one thousand forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Text message coming in saying. Great, Matt. You just outed your buddy to his wife. Is uh, Jeremy in listening range? Uh, he actually lives in BC. Is he a podcast guy? Uh, I'm unaware if he's a podcast okay. listener of the show. Okay. I think his he's... wife probably knew, though. Yeah, I, I mean, right. That's a purchase. You it, don't... It's if it's over, like we kind of have a rule. If it's like over a hundred bucks, there's usually like it's like a discussion. Yeah. If I'm going for like a figure or something like that, if yeah. it's over a certain, like there's a number, right? So you know, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you know. You hope. You hope that's the conversation. Uh, ben here in the text box says, I bought that Falcon. Took me 27 hours to build. Oh. I tell you, if I built that thing, I'd, I'd create a Dexter room. Yeah. I would have everything plasticed off. I would be like in there. So and you like don't lose silent. any yeah. pieces. Yes. I would need a very undisturbed environment for Checking it. Checking in on it every 30 minutes <laughs> just to make Look sure. Back. <gasps> he did have it built in his home. And they yeah. had a young kid. And I yeah, thought, yeah. Hey, you're playing oh, with fire. And he did not let his kid help build. No. This is a dad, pro- dad project only. The kids just watch I it. I want to touch it. No. So anybody uh, who's a regular listener of this show will remember that, I want to say three months back, we did an experiment with pizza that's been in our staff fridge for almost a year. Yeah, we're getting there. And I think we will get there. This, this was pizza that's been in... The common kitchen staff fridge since our food drive in December of 21. Yeah. So sometime is, I don't know, it was March, April. It was Adam was still here. So it was probably March or April that we did some experiments with this really gross, hard pizza. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were nailing uh, things in the wall. We were yeah, stapling we, it. We threw it at our, it our tomahawk. Board. Yeah. Yeah. We did a bunch of stuff with it. So this is funny. Okay, I, I just figured something out oh, in yeah? the staff fridge. So the pizza's still there. Okay. Has not, we put it in to see, oh, yeah. will somebody take care of it? Right. The, for my birthday, uh, you got a nice erotic cake oh, courtesy yeah. of Cake by Cheryl. That's right, yeah. Uh, yes, of course, that was Monday last week. Male torso. Yep. Uh, little uh, little man's. Very uh, small penis. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was very funny. And we left some of the cake here. I took a big chunk of it home, yep. and we left some of the cake here. We left kind of the top half. Yeah, top of the torso for so people it, to- It just kind of looks like boobs, to sure. be honest. Yeah. And we left it, and we put it in the fridge. Get this. Huh? That cake, which has, was in the fridge for a, uh, about a week, a week I want to say. A week and a half, it. yeah. Somebody has taken it out and removed oh, yeah? the cake. Either threw it out or ate it, one of the two? No, I think they threw it out because the plate uh-huh. is just sitting off to the side. Oh. And it has the remnants of, like, I, it, it has been dumped. Oh. Hmm. Which means that right. somebody has a problem with boobs being in the fridge. Yeah. But is totally okay with almost year-long pizza. Is the pizza still there? The pizza's still there. The boobs removed. That had to go. But the pizza... Well, who cares? What else is in there? Okay, I'm glad you just asked. Like, there's got to be some expiry dates of questionable nature. So, guess there's a carton of almond milk. I want you to guess right now uh-huh. what is the expiry date on that almond milk in the staff fridge? I'll say, I don't know, 
June 21? June of 2021. Yeah. I'll say it's a year past. It's a great guess. We were looking for May 6th of 2020. Oh, boy. So we're like, we're two years and change yeah. past this expiry. Now, it is almond milk versus traditional dairy. Mm-hmm. So it won't be that chunked up, I don't think. I, I don't know. Does almond milk get like that? I don't really know what it does. I don't really know. Well, I mean, oh god, <laughs> this we kind of this you want a soper and brown sign? I think we got to figure it out. All right. Look, it's not like someone's coming back for it. Yeah, no, it's right? yeah, yeah, certainly not going to get claimed. I don't think anybody's going to miss it. Will it explode at some point? I have no idea Does what it it'll leak do. out of the carton. What like a like a whale that's left dead at <laughs> yeah. sea for too yeah, long, and the, the gases go- eventually boom. <laughs> I don't know, but I'd like to. You know, get rid of it before that happens, I guess. Do you want to go? I'll go explore with you. Okay. All right. Let's see what happens to two and a half year old almond milk. Hey, 77, it's FM Soper and Brown Show. Oh my God. We have made a large mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. So. This is, this might be an office faux pas. We've real. We we realized a long time ago that nobody attempts to clean or touch the no. staff fridge. I mean, that's the reason we have a mini fridge yeah. in studio here for the hit staff alone is I don't want you, me, or anybody else that works in our studio to have to deal with the larger communal staff it's fridge. A gross fridge. I think it's unfair. The pizza that has been in there since December remains. Which belongs to Joey Bricks. We put the... Uh, the erotic cake in there. Yeah. That got well, removed. Was tossed out. Apparently, yeah. in this building, we do have a problem with boob cakes. But it, it's interesting stays. because, so that got removed, which means somebody is checking the fridge yeah. and removing stuff that they deem no longer good yet. Some things remain. Yes. The pizza remains, and we found a carton of almond milk that expired May 6th, 2020. Uh, some, this is pre-pandemic. I was a young spry. Or I guess middle pandemic. 35 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I guess yeah. what I'm getting May of is, 2020. It, I would, yeah. it probably arrived in the fridge pre-pandemic though, right? I would, say, I would think it probably arrived here in like February, yeah. March. And it still remains. And it's still there. Well, it, it, was, it was still there. We decided, oh, we support it. What happens to almond milk after it sits for two over well, two years? You mentioned the thing about the does it explode. And I'll tell you. Oh, God. It's like the the carton swollen. Yeah. Like swollen. Not to the point that it's going to burst, but gas is building up in there. We, was. we did take some video. So yeah. I'm going to post here shortly. We opened it up. <laughs> the smell immediately was bad. Yeah, really bad. Poured it down the sink. Which was... Okay, can I can I ask? That was our mistake. It was chunky and red? Well, it's the uh, like the skin, almond skin. Oh, I is think. that what it was? I think so. Because the, the chunks were red. I have to review the video, honestly. But the issue is, you and I made a mistake. Yeah. We should have poured it in the toilet. Yes. We should have gone together into the staff bathroom, locked ourselves in, as we like to do, mm-hmm. and poured the almond milk in the toilet and flushed it. Because the smell permeating now from the drain in the staff or the like the main staff kitchen is 
so bad. Like, you, you don't have to you don't have to walk into the kitchen to know something is extraordinarily rotten. We and went wrong. we went into the just the lobby outside away just from the kitchen. You the have bo- to like go just, around a corner. Just the bottom of the stairs there, like where we're chipping our, our golf balls down to. And it's the the lobby stinks. The second you leave our studio area and walk out the like the sealed the the kind of soundproof door, it smells. The smell hits. It's one of the worst smells. We have to find cleaning. I need to go find where we keep bleach. It's like a rotting carcass. I have to pour something down the drain. And probably I threw the I threw I sealed the carton back up, but I threw it in the recycling. Yeah, we got to go get rid of that. I think that we are the new dinks of the day. Yeah. Because we have sat here and we have railed on Joey sure. for his uh, anchovy can that yeah. he didn't wash and threw away. We try now. We've talked about how Joey left yes. something in the staff fridge here yeah. that grew hair. We were trying to do good. Yeah. We were trying to do good. <laughs> it, I I cannot underestimate how awful the building now smells. We have yeah. Made a huge error. <laughs> We're going to put the video up here, I would assume, shortly. I'd be curious to know if Joey starts his show and if it still smells. There's going to be like staff email that goes out. I think it's, so. It's Thursday today. Yeah. There's like there's people here today. It's a... Lisa's here today. Kathy's here today. There's like sales staff is here today. You know what's funny? Someone said just leave the tap running. Here's the best part. The water there... pressure. Non-existent. Messed up. Absolutely non-existent. As, and it won't even get hot. No. I, I let it run during an entire song. Went back to check and see if the water heated up. Nay. I might have to, I might <laughs> boil a kettle. Yeah. I might I might fill the kettle and boil it and dump hot water down the drain oh, to try and- Oh, that smell worse? I will probably for a minute, but it'll improve it eventually. Yeah. Somebody should pour some bleach down there, some vinegar. I need to go see if the yeah. cleaning- I know we have a cleaning closet near the news area. I just need to know if it's locked or not. Dude, I think we're the dinks of the day. We were trying to do good. That's the is that the lesson to take we were, from here? We were trying to do good. The lesson to take is don't ever try and do good you things for the office. Yeah. yeah. The, the best. Alexis on fire. San Soleil. No. Soper and Brown, nine seven seven hits FM. Hey, you think you're gonna you're gonna give an experiment well, to try? We have some baking soda in our fridge here. Yeah. So I'm gonna go shake a bit of that down there. I'm gonna see if there's any vinegar yeah. in the uh in the fridge. Somebody suggested pouring a Coke down the sink because the, yeah. the like Coke will kind of degrade stuff. I don't have any Coke. I do have I do have a Red Bull. Yeah, Road like Bunny. King, Road Bunny dropped off like a king size Red Bull yeah. that's in the fridge. I might. What will baking soda and a Red Bull do will to the smell? I don't know. We've already stepped in it. You may as well put two feet in. Uh, Kathy, who works the front office here, just texted and said. I don't think I want to come in today. That's fair, Cap. Totally fair. Maybe give it till 10. That's one of the worst smells. Give it an hour. We'll try and solve some of these issues while also doing a morning show. It's it's so bad that if somebody walked into the building and didn't know what was going on- I would stop them and apologize. No, no. I think they would stop and think like something has flooded yeah. and caused mold. Like They would think there was a serious problem with the building. We messed up. That's how bad it smells. We really messed up. <laughs> it's so- like, so bad. We're we are earnestly apologizing. Messed up. You know what I mean? Not like the oh sorry. We're like a crazy morning show that screwed. No, we're very sorry. It's bad. We were trying to do good. 
Oh, Lord. Uh, I, we did take some video. Yeah. So it just got posted on TikTok. You can find that at Soper Radio. Yeah. I also tagged you, so it's at Carl Brown 977. All right. And I'll get it over on the Hits Instagram yeah. as well, at 97.7 Hits FM. And it, it, again, you got to review the video. Red yeah. chunks came out of it. Uh-huh. Why is it red? Somebody said- Why? Uh, what was the- uh, Hold on here. Somebody said- what was it? Because I thought it was the skins. Uh, the red stuff is from the carrageenan in it. That's from Poop Knife Lady. Oh. I don't know what that is, but something. We almost needed a poop knife to get it out. Oh, Lord. I have to, I, I literally, the second this is over, I'm going to try and fix it. <laughs> I'm going to go try and make this better. <laughs> the second this break is done, I'm going to go try and make this better. It's bad. It smells so bad. It's, it's not acceptable. Hear me out. Can we blame this on Jonathan? I think I think we got to wear this one. Yeah? Yeah. We're the Stinky Kitchen Boys. <laughs> That's our new band name. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown, 977 Hits FM. Again, the uh, the video of the almond milk. It's mm-hmm. on TikTok at Soper Radio, and we will get it on Instagram in the next little bit. Some hot water, some baking soda, and two Red Bulls down the drain seems to have solved. It's helped a bit of the issue. We made Tim go in the kitchen and smell. Tim didn't puke. Yeah. So okay, start. All right, we're getting there. We're <laughs> but, on our way to recovery. But from here on out, if somebody leaves almond milk in that staff fridge, we do not touch it. Somebody asked here, boys, with water pressure like that, how do you flush and on the clock poop. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's what yeah. we've mentioned many times. That's that why we have it's to play not, Freebird. It's not even often just what you do in there. It's the process of leaving the bathroom and not leaving it a war yeah. zone for the next person. I've one wiped and it's plugged. Yeah. One wipe? Yes. That's not right. No, it ain't right. What kind of life is that to What? <laughs> building, you know what? This building getting old. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> it is. Lots of problems here. <laughs> Haunted, bad water, yeah. smells, <laughs> electrical systems, yeah. asbestos. Power Downst- went out yesterday. Downstairs, they say don't touch the pipes. Yeah, for sure, asbestos. You don't want it. They're wrapped. The pipes are wrapped. Yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> I love it though. Love I wouldn't want to do it anywhere well, else. Of course not. I but yeah, do it there's else. a lot of problems here. Tread lightly. <laughs> All right, Carl versus the world. Marketplace prices right is what we're doing. We got a hundred dollars worth of vouchers. I'm winning this for, today. Oh yeah, oh yeah. A guarantee. Mm-hmm. Babe Ruth pointing oh, at yeah. the fence. There will be a game seven. Okay, oh, nice. Caller six and caller nine right now. Lotto Max vouchers nine zero five six eight eight nine seven nine seven. Let's go. Now, now, it's time it's time for Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. Okay, Brown, you're going to be playing on behalf of Mike, who lives uh, in Niagara on the lake. Mm-hmm. But looking to take you down, hoping for the third win in a row for the world. We got uh, Cheryl from Burlington. Cheryl, good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. You uh, you buy things off Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace at all? Yeah, I have. Okay, so it can be a bit of a weird spot, and some people put up real items. Others, they put up weird items uh, for reasons unknown, and that's what I have for you today. Everything is from Craigslist. I'm going to give you real things that I've found on that website. Two prices. One of them is a real price. The other I have made up, and you're trying to guess the real price. Make sense? Total sense. Okay. Do you want to go first or second, Cheryl? 
I'll go second. One second. Carl, you're going to kick us off today. Very okay? well. Let's go. Um, And, yeah, Carl, you haven't got a win yet this week. I haven't huh? got a question right. Actually, yeah, you haven't. You're like 0 for 5 on mm-hmm. them. So maybe a little bit of strategy from Cheryl trying to get in your head here. Carl Brown, for you I have a furniture fellow. It says, I will be your ottoman or chair while you flip through a copy of Vogue. So they're willing to, like, you sit on them? Uh-huh. Or, or put, put your, your feet or put up. Your feet up That's on right. Them. Does it have to be a Vogue magazine? I, 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 You know what? I didn't ask him. Okay. $10 an hour for the furniture fellow mm-hmm. or $100 per visit. Oh, I'm going to say 100 bucks per visit. Per visit? To yeah. Be sat on? Yeah. Yes. Well, it's a good thing you did because that's correct. <laughs> Ten bucks an hour is uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough spot to put yourself yeah, in. Yeah, fair enough. My knees get sore just thinking about it. Cheryl, are you okay? Did you just fall down the stairs? <laughs> no. Okay, good. I can't believe you heard that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Are you doing the di- you doing the dishes right now, Cheryl? What are you doing? No, I'm sitting at my work desk. Oh, oh okay. Desk. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Uh, Cheryl, for you, I have a duck mask that makes you look like a murderer. That's what it says. <laughs> then in the description oh, says it's oh, oh, sorry, a what? A duck mask. Like quack quack. Yeah, duck. A duck. Oh, okay. Uh, a duck mask that makes you look like a murderer says it's small, but I put it on my big head, so no complaining. <laughs> $25 for the human-sized duck mask or $2. Ooh, 25. 25. It's actually incorrect. Mm. Oh, two bucks? Just two bucks. For the tiny Just duck mask? two bucks. Not tiny. It's a full size. Oh. Goes over your head. Fit on his. <laughs> so he says. Yeah. Uh, Carl, uh-huh. I got an avocado smart car. It is, a, you know, the smart car? Yeah. But it's sure. in the shape of an avocado. That's kind of cool, Yeah, I guess. Uh, said, some people think it's a kiwi, but it's not. It's an it, avocado. It's not. $24,000 mm-hmm. or $10,000? I'll say 10K. 10K? 10K. Is correct. Well done, man. <laughs> well done. Because I feel like they've ruined it. Uh, Cheryl, that mean, you got to get this correct to stay alive, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> For you, I have Mr. Good Times. Ooh. Just a guy. Standing in a plain white T-shirt, says they call me Peanut, and I'll watch sports with you. Forty-nine dollars to hang out with Mister Good Times, or one hundred and eleven dollars. Forty-nine. Forty-nine bucks to hang with Mister Good Time, also known as Peanut, <laughs> aka Peanut. That is incorrect, <laughs> Oh, he used the old, the old one 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 strategy right. of trying to get your post up to the top. With uh, the, yeah, uh-huh. Cheryl, unfortunately, we'll have to cut you loose. I'm sorry. Uh, that's too bad. All right. Well, hey, try Thanks us back playing, anytime Cheryl. next week and have a great morning. All right. You too. Thank Thanks, you. Cheryl. See you later. All right. Well, uh, let's bring in our con- our uh, contestants sitting on hold. The Niagara on the Lake. It's Mike. Mike. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Congratulations, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Good job, Carl. Got you covered, man. All you had to do was sit on hold. How would have you done? Were you playing off air? Uh, I was, but I would have been, I would have got the first one wrong, but the second one would have been all right. Okay, all right. Well, it's a good thing Carl's playing for you. He got the yeah. sweep today. $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. Stay on the line, and we'll get your information. All right, buddy? Sounds good. Thanks. Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. Silver and Brown, 97.7. 
Hits FM. All right, Brown. Uh, big win. Yeah, you guaranteed it. Called it. You Babe Ruth it. You pointed, mm-hmm. and you hit a homer. I pointed at the gross sink, and I nailed it. <laughs> Not only did you win, but you swept. Yes. You went 2-0. Yeah, got 2-0. Look at that. Well it's done. All right. Another chance to play and win tomorrow, all right? Yeah. Let's get to rapid-fire questions in yes, a please. few minutes. Uh, we got a gift card to give away to Score Pizza. Score Pizza, downtown St. Catharines. Get yourself a Hits Pizza. We'll go rapid fire. Pick a best question, 977-977. And we'll do it, uh, do it in about seven minutes. We got answers. Get your questions in. Food Fighter, Silver and Brown, it's 977. It's FM. Let's fire it. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, get your texts in, rapid-fire questions. And they're brought to you by Score Pizza, stone-fired and real fast. Check out Score Pizza in downtown St. Catharines, St. Paul and James. Order online at scorepizza.ca. We got a note, uh, Martindale in St. Catharines heading towards 4th Ave. Yeah. Apparently crazy backed up because of construction. They are installing some bike lanes. Yeah, but yeah, being it's told it's like huge backup. you're sitting still. It's like a parking lot at times. Yeah, so, very much uh, so. Just keep that in mind again if you're in the St. Catharines area. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start um, hmm, Let's start with let's start with this one. Uh, Soper, have you ever been to a show at Kitabala? Carl, so, if you've never had the chance to make the drive, it's worth it. Best venue I've been to. So I, I haven't. I've been told it's like a bucket list yeah. spot. To see a show, and I desperately wanted to go to the Glorious Sun show. Mm-hmm. It was sold out, but I had a line on tickets from a buddy, and it was the weekend, though, that I was going to visit my father-in-law, uh, okay. so, you know, couldn't throw that aside, yeah. but man, do I, because I, I've heard that it's a magical spot yeah. to see a show. I met these two guys when I saw Sam Roberts out of the Jackson Triggs uh, yep. amphitheater thing, and they were just like, yeah regaling me with tales yeah. of, of seeing him there, seeing other artists there. So haven't been yet. Would like to. Maybe that's a next summer thing. Maybe that's it, a Soper and Brown roadie. Yeah, I like it. In If you are if you ever go to Vancouver, it's kind of like a, a legendary thing to see a show at the Commodore Ballroom. Yep. Right? Floor's soft. Yeah. A little, little squishy. Yeah. Right? But it's Just right. one of those spots. Yeah. I think this is that similar vibe. If 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 I'm picturing what I think I'm picturing, yeah, yeah, I think it's what it is. Uh, would you trade in one year of your life to have the ability to teleport anywhere in the world whenever you like? That was from Mark. No, I would. Yeah, for a year. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I was sitting there on Saturday night. I was talking to uh, my buddy Tyson, and he was drinking beers, and I was drinking beers, and I was watching the UFC prelims, and he was watching the UFC prelims. And it was could, like, uh... but if we could just. Snap the fingers and you just beam you up, drop you in right here. Yeah, for you, sure. Do you think you'd overuse Scratch, it? Yeah, of course I would. But it's, it didn't say that you usually like, that you lose a year every time. You're just losing one year, period, and then you get that ability. Okay. What if you so lose if somebody, a year every time? Well, then that's different, but that's not the question. Okay, but I'm asking you as a follow-up. No, because then I would overuse it. Yeah. Because all of a sudden I've used 20 and I'm you know gone at 47. Yeah. Oh, geez. Like, whatever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> No, I, I've... You just won, though. I don't think so. I would, absolutely. I, if someone said, you're you're done at 83, but it's 82 now, yeah. and you get the ability to, boom, transport where you want to go. Oh, I, hell yeah. I have hit a point... Airports, travel, all that stuff going. Yeah, I'm I, so in. I've hit a point in my life now where, like, time is more important. And I think this is maybe because, like, fatherhood and kids yeah, and whatnot. For sure. I like, have nothing to live for. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm already... In in a way, 
thinking and realizing like, man, when the kids are out of the house, although mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh, it's relaxing and whatnot, mm-hmm. the idea of getting, and this is super soft soapers about to hit, okay? The idea of getting home yeah. and the kids not like running and jumping into my arms sure. kind of makes me feel a little bit sad and makes me like want to hold on to it a uh, little bit more. I'll run and jump in your arms. Oh, please. My <laughs> 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 uh, This one from, uh, actually I don't have a name on this one. If you have sex a number of times in a number of different dreams, is this classified as cheating on your partner? It feels like I'm having an emotional or mental affair. It's always the same person in the dream. I so mean, different scenarios, different times. It's not It's not cheating. No, it's it's not. still just a dream. Yeah, and I don't think it's emotional cheating either. But. Maybe you need to take a look inward. It is probably a significant marker of yeah. how you feel about that person. Yeah. That they have invaded your dreams solely. Yes. And you're having sex with them entirely yeah. in your dreams. Yeah. I don't think it's cheating, but I would take a look. Because it may become cheating. (laughs) Uh, If you were to be fused together with any animal to create a body horror monstrosity a la the fly, what animal would you be fused with? Manatee. Giraffe. Manatee me. Yeah? Yeah. I hang off the giraffe, kind of like those sucker fish on a shark. I'm just like, I'm sitting, I'm just on the side of it dangling. Just a partial soaper yeah. hanging out the side of a giraffe. Hey, Carl, oh. you made it to the Cincinnati Zoo. Nice. We did have giraffes and manatees. We could be at the same zoo. All right. Yeah. The Soper and Brown Show. What are the manatees and the giraffes together? Oh, they're funny. Uh, if you could obtain any collectible holy grail, for free, all you got to do is take one sip of that expired almond milk. Would you do it? This one's more for me, I guess. That's from James. One sip of it for like for a grail? Yeah. Like Sh- a, We're doing like a shot glass? Yeah. Yeah, sure. How about a cup? No. Couldn't do a cup? No. We're at, this is about a two ounce max on that because I'm going to get sick, right? So Vi- Video, two spots. TikTok at Soper Radio. Yep. Instagram at 97.7 Hits FM. Go see the chunks that come out. Yeah. It's one of the grossest. It's, it's one of the grossest things I've ever seen. If I'm pouring from the top, at least, it's before we get to the yeah. chunky part. No, you gotta have the chunks. <laughs> Full cup, 250 mils no, of the chunk. No, we're, I'm, I'm calling it a two ounce minimum on on how far. Maximum, I'd you mean? Maximum, yeah, yeah, yeah for Ooh. sure. Uh, this one from Ryan. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather listen to kindergarten kids play the Cars for Kids theme on recorders <laughs> every morning on your way to work oh. for a year? So every single morning in our commute, the only thing we can listen to is a group of six-year-olds attempting to play, you know, the Cars for Kids theme on the recorder, five-year-olds, whatever. Or Steven Seagal reads you the first Harry Potter book start to finish every weekend until he's done. So he sits down and reads pages until he's tired of it. You have to do it in person or is it like on audiobook? It's the only thing you can listen to. In person. He steps, he he visits you while you're tucked in bed and reads you pages until he's done. And I want to I want to put in there that you're not allowed to fight Steven Seagal. I have to just listen to him read. Yeah. Cars for kids. Really? Yeah. How long is I'm looking? Hold on a sec here. So it's like 300 pages. The first book. 309. There you go. Well, how about how about that? Yeah, look at you. That was good. I imagine he's got to be one of the slowest and worst readers mm-hmm. of all time, based purely on everything I know about the man. And the amount of time it would take him to get through 300 pages, he's he's one of those guys who likes to talk about himself, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. The idea of, like, he'd read a couple of sentences, 
probably leave or get off on some tangent about what a badass he is. Okay. And you just you'd have to sit there and just take it. Our drive in is about you know from my place to your place and your place to here. I'm in the car roughly 12 minutes or so, 12 to 13 minutes I'd say. Huh. I mean. Do I have the option of listening to nothing, or is that... No, you has, have to listen to It has to, to be that. On repeat. It's a year? Yeah. I can take it. Wow. I can take I it. I feel like the book will be shorter time. I don't know, man. Yeah? I don't know. <laughs> uh, last one here from Rob. What do you think would be the worst thing to find after two years in the fridge? The only milk was bad. but It's got to be like raw chicken. I was going to say a uh, piece of salmon. Yeah, the salmon will be bad. The uh, smell coming off of that? I'm, I'm going to go with either prawns or raw chicken. Raw chicken, I know the smell of it because I've, you know, I've come across spoiled boxes when I was, you yeah. know, working as a restaurant manager. I know I worked at a Swiss chalet for 3 years and I was the guy that would load the chicken carts. I know what spoiled chicken smells like after like a day or two. What it would smell like two after years? 2 years? Like you're talking about fumigation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going raw chicken on Ooh, that one. Yeah. Gross. All right, you got Ooh. questions in front of you. Who do you want to put I do in have job? them in front of me here. Um, <laughs> I like the almond. I like the sip of the almond milk for the Holy Grail. Yeah? Yeah. Deal. You can go there. 7-7, it's FM. Soper and Brown Show. Text here in the inbox. Uh, the question came in from Robin Simcoe, and if you haven't seen the, uh, the video of us pouring out the two-plus-year-old almond milk Whoa. from the... Uh, communal staff fridge. The radio staff fridge remains undefeated in terms of its grossness. It's all every, it's every everywhere I've worked. Yeah, doesn't matter. No matter how how many or how few people mm-hmm. are in the office, everywhere I've worked, the last two stations, I have personally with my own money acquired mini fridges for my office and for our shared space, just to not be a part of that. Mm. Videos up. Uh, at Soper Radio on TikTok. It's on the Hits Instagram as well. You can have a look there. Rob from Simcoe asked, what do you think would be the worst thing to find after two years in the fridge? I uh, thought salmon. Yeah, you said salmon. My vote was for spoiled chicken. Um, somebody somebody asked, does spoiled chicken smell worse than a body in the fridge? How would you like me to find that out? Are you trying to trap us? Are you trying to insinuate that we know what a body after two years in the fridge smells like? I'm unaware. I'll tell you on the record, unaware. Text here came in and said, years ago, I didn't sign your text, sign your text when you can, please. Years ago, my mother-in-law gave my father-in-law a grocery bag of, uh, of garbage with uh, some prawn shells in it, you know, the, the body shells and the tails, to take to work and throw in the dumpster. Uh, my father-in-law threw it underneath the hoist on a construction site of a high-rise building in the middle of summer. The smell that came from not being there for weeks caused the hoist to shut down. No. To figure out what the smell was. Prawn tails and like prawn waste turns. Like, you know, sometimes you throw something in the garbage and you know you have to take that garbage out that night. That is that is the smell of, of prawns. When you when you peel them fresh like that, they it I don't know what it is, but within hours it mm. turns. So quick. Is it because like prawns and shrimp are like bottom feeders, right? Yeah, like yeah. is that why? I don't know if that's why. It, there's there must be some some chemical in its uh, in its makeup that the the shells and the tails itself. When you when you throw them out, you have to like I would I would bag them privately and take them down to the dumpster when I had uh, my apartment and stuff. I wouldn't yeah. even put them in our physical garbage because <laughs> the, the can itself would smell of it. Like it's just really? there's something so specific to it. Yeah, just awful stuff. So what if those were in the fridge for two years? I think that would be that would be on 
That would be on par. Like, there's a reason that shellfish, when it spoils, makes people really, really sick, yeah. right? Yeah. If, if shellfish spoils, it's really bad for people, and that is that is why. Yeah. It stinks. And it shuts down machinery? <laughs> it said it's bad. People still talk about it 20 years later yeah. is the follow-up text from that listener. <laughs> I think we just were talking to some people in the lobby. I yeah. do think we've gotten rid of the rotten almond milk smell. I think so. No one brought it up immediately. Yeah. So. The Red Bull and baking soda. Carl Brown, the science guy. It helped. Gets it done. Helped a bit. Daily and Ant Farm. Hits FM. Soper and Brown, it's 977 Hits FM. Hey, before we do get out of here, I do want to uh, welcome in a special guest. We have been emailing back and forth because he has an event that's coming up uh, this weekend. Actually, it's the third annual, third time he's doing this, called Drums for Parkinson's. It's a 12-hour drumathon. We got Kevin Farmer on the phone. Kevin, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks uh, for having me. Hey, no, of, of course, man. Like we were just saying, third annual, this event. Uh, I remember seeing some details about it last year, and then you reached out again this year, and I'm glad you did because it, it looks like a wild time. As somebody who does not drum, and Carl, nor no, do you. No musical talent whatsoever. I don't know how you are going to do that. How, how exhausting right. is it? I was yeah. about to say, not only the drumming, I also have no stamina. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the idea here is, Kevin, 12 hours straight is what you're going to do? Yeah, exactly. Like literally from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. on Sunday, going to be playing drums straight through the day. Man. And, and, and now before we get into the details of the why and everything, how, how exhausting is it? It's pretty tiring. Uh, to be honest, I got to kind of pace myself a bit, yeah. take it easy, make sure I warm up. Um, but the day after, I'm definitely not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have when, – when you're – when you've got you know a twelve hour space to fill, do you have like uh, do you have song, do you have like a set list in your mind or in between? Because obviously you're gonna you're gonna like freestyle a little bit and freewheel for a while, but uh, at some point, do you have like a, yeah like a list of songs that you're hoping to prepare? Yeah, so kind of. Um, I actually can't play along to recorded music because it's a live streaming thing. Right. Yeah. Right. There's of copyright issues and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, I do improvise solos, and then I have some bands coming in to play along with me. Very cool. And oh, wow. um, every half an hour, I actually give away a prize um, to people that donate 25 bucks or more. Mm-hmm. So that kind of breaks up the day a little bit. Okay. But I keep drumming the whole time. I love it. Well, why don't, why don't we talk about the why? So, again, you're raising money for uh, Parkinson's Canada, and mm-hmm. this is something that obviously has hit close to home for you, right? Yeah, so my dad uh, has been living with Parkinson's for around 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we normally take part in the Parkinson's Super Walk. But, uh, you know, when COVID started a couple of years ago, uh, couldn't do the walks anymore. So I kind of created a, a fusion of, you know, drumming and raising money for Parkinson's. And I came up with this crazy idea. And you've so, raised um, you've yeah. raised a ton of money so far. That not just like the first two years. How much did you raise uh, in total? Uh, first two years was about twenty eight thousand. That's amazing. Man. And you set yourself a lofty goal this year uh, of twenty thousand dollars. And I'm looking at your Facebook page right now, Kevin. You're not far from it, man. Yeah, things are going great. Actually, um, we're at about seventeen thousand seven hundred, so almost ninety percent. 
That's almost great. Ninety percent of the way there, and you haven't even started the live stream yet. That starts on Sunday, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it's very exciting. That's awesome. And if anybody was interested in checking out some details or joining you for this event, how do they do so? Yeah. So the easy way is going to the website at uh, drumsforparkinson.com, mm-hmm. or if you Google it, you'll find it. And I uh, got all the info. You can donate, and there will be the links to the live stream right there. What, and what kind of prizes are we talking? Can you tell us, or is this all a surprise as it comes along? Oh, oh no. I can let you know. Um, so I've got a couple prize packages from the Glorious Sons, including okay. some autograph stuff. Okay. A uh, prize pack from another band, Mountainhead. Um, I've got stuff from Pearl Drums, um, from Get Loud Music. I've got a Epiphone acoustic guitar. Gift cards from restaurants. That's great, like, man. About 30 prizes. So That's great. And, and you, have you been drumming your whole life, like since like a, a wee lad? He, he, pretty much, about 20 years or so. 20 years. Yeah. That's great. So. How about, okay, so as a guy who's been drumming for, for 20 years, who is the greatest drummer of all time in your opinion? I'll be honest, I hate that question. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fair. I get it. I totally get it, but I want you to answer it anyways. So... If I'm going to say right now, I'll go with Neil. Neil yeah, Peart. Neil Peart, okay. Why, so, why don't you like the question? Just, it's hard to compare drummer to drummer. You know, drummers play different styles, have mm-hmm. different yep. techniques and, and stuff like that. Um, and I kind of take my influences from so many different drummers. But yeah. overall, you know, I love Rush. I love Neil Peart. So let's go with that. Yeah, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, okay, so 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. This goes on Sunday. You got a Facebook page. You've got the website. And again, one more time, it's drumsforparkinsons.com. You got it. Okay, man. And we asked you for, we did, you know, it goes along, as you said, Neil Peart, we did ask you for a request, a song that the drums really stick out to you. And you did choose a rush song. Which one are we going with again? I think we're going with Spirit of Radio. Spirit of Radio, right. Perfect. All right, man. Well, hey, good luck on Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I have like 76 Gatorades on standby just in case. <laughs> you know, a couple Red Bulls, you know. <laughs> good call, buddy. Okay, Drums for Parkinson's Facebook, and that's a website as well. Good luck, buddy, and uh, we look forward to seeing how this all shakes down. Thanks so much, guys. Soper and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, before we get out of here, what did we learn on this show today, pal? Uh, we learned that uh, was it Cassville, Missouri. Is that what the yeah, name of the I town? That's Something the like that. Yeah. Uh, in a school district there in Missouri, it's one of the 19 states where uh, uh, punishment is still available to the teachers. They're bringing in paddling as an opt-in choice for parents in the school district. Mm. So rather than your child face detention, suspension, something that might throw your schedule off, you can literally opt in for a paddling. That is... That is incredible uh, I, in this day and age. I truly did not think we'd ever get back to to that. No. There's a paddling. No. The, the, the world's weird. Sure. Confirmed. Yeah. Did you ever think we'd get back to the paddling is it, age? Is it tough to get through to kids and discipline them in an effective way where they understand the consequences yeah. of their actions? It is. Yeah. Is this going to help? That's a paddling. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I discussed what getting matumboed meant mm-hmm. in maybe the summer of 2006, if you're in yeah. our friends group. as uh, For a very brief period of time, there was a trend amongst, uh, amongst my buddies to reject, as Dikembe Matumbo would, a beer out of your buddy's hand, followed by the finger wag directly in the face, and it led to... 
confrontations. <laughs> uh, we discussed a Lego bar pop-up coming to Chicago. Uh, that's happening in September. It's 22 bucks to get in. It buys you 90 minutes in this pop-up Lego bar. It's constructed out of Lego, which we thought was expensive. And then we delved into the prices of some actual Lego sets, topping out with uh, $1,049 for the Ultimate Collector's Edition Millennium Falcon, which your buddy has. Yeah. You discover that you have a buddy who has paid over $1,000 for a piece of Lego, uh, and probably plus shipping, bud. Yeah, I know. I I did not expect that from him. I'm not going to lie. I knew one one guy that had it, and he sent it to a P.O. box in the States and drove like two and a half hours from where he lived over over the border to get it from the P.O. box to avoid the ship. That box is huge. Uh, Lastly, we learned... That two-year-old almond milk stinks yeah. real bad. As you and I decided to explore the staff fridge and radio, which I do say remains undefeated as one of the grossest staff fridges uh, in any industry. The radio staff fridge always, always, always. the It's the home of good intentions and spoiled old food. <laughs> and there was a almond milk container that's been there. It's supposed to expire in May of 2020. Ooh. Still sat there, swollen, tender, and stinky. <laughs> that is the name of Carl's third autobiography. <laughs> yeah, that, swollen, tender, stinky. That's the one that follows. I got to poop before we leave. <laughs> Anyways, we poured it down the drain, which was a large mistake, oh. as you and I should have poured that in the toilet, I think. So that would be the way to go. But we have, we think, rectified the situation yeah. enough. So uh, that's what we learned there's today. There's video of it uh, on TikTok, at Soap Radio, and on Instagram at 97.7 Hits <laughs> FM. You know, we also learned uh, Kevin Farmer. Yeah. Um, we just chatted with him. Yeah. Uh, drumsforparkinsons.com yeah. is the website to go to. Uh, his Facebook page is real easy to find as well. A 12-hour drumming marathon. This is the third time he's done this. He's, all, he's uh, raised almost already $17,000 yeah, for Parkinson's seven, Canada. 17 and change. Over the Amazing, first two years man. of the event, he raised $28,000. His dad lives with Parkinson's. And so on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., so cool. what we call the grass cutting hours, he will be drumming continuously he'll be joined by guests he'll be giving away prizes there's a live stream you can check out i would love to tune into that around seven o'clock and see how he's doing <laughs> 10 hours deep in this thing so I, I best love, luck to kevin i love that he's taken something that obviously is you know really hard heartbreaking thing his mm-hmm. dad having parkinson's but then has taken his passion like woven it together and going okay yeah. if there's something that i can do to help mm-hmm. while using my passion then I'm going to do it. And and as he said, $28,000 over the last two years, you add what he's going to, you know, he'll get up yeah. into the 50000 mark over a three-year yeah, period. Absolutely. Just by using his passion to try to help. I think that's amazing. It seems like an event that's going to grow. Yeah. Uh, he, um, I, I did ask him, uh, favorite drummer. He said, although he doesn't like the question, he'll mm-hmm. go with Neil, Neil Peart. Yeah. Uh, question came to us by yeah. way of text. Sure. Do you have who you think might be the greatest drummer of all time. And you know what? He is yeah. right. It's an unfair question because there is different categories. Yeah. I'll, so I'll just say this. The best drumming moment of uh-huh. all time, I think, is oh, when yeah. Levy breaks. This is... I like that, too. Like... I also love the the breakdown on the end of rock and roll. That... Yeah. Yeah. Bonham is so good. Yeah, he's incredible. So good. Give me a, give me our old friend, Shut Up Lars. Oh, uh, yeah? One of my favorites. Really, yeah. eh? Yeah. Just for the precision, the intensity. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Ash is up next. 
You enjoy the rest of your Friday party, people. We'll see you tomorrow, all Thursday. right? Thursday. Thursday? Yeah. Enjoy your... Oh, we're back on Friday, is what I meant to sure say. Sure we are. Keeps on calling me Down the road That's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on So if you Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM.